Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, and welcome, everyone, to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainy Hale. So this is, of course, course Thursday. Today is Thursday, October 5th. Um, I'm calling from a, just a gorgeous day. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend here in the Pacific Northwest. I'm in Portland area. Um, it's going to be, I think, up to 80 in October here. So it's going to be incredible this weekend. It's just easily, it just as easily could be snowing this time of year. So I'll take the 80 degrees. And I'm going to, I was telling Cindy, I'm playing hooky tomorrow. I'm taking the day off. I'm going to spend it outside. So um, enjoy the last nice you know, weekend we've got here before before fall and winter really fully take hold and the rain starts. Um, hope you all are going to have a great weekend where you are. Um, before I say hello to Cindy, um, I'd like to remind all of you to please grab a pen and paper. We're almost always going to have an event coming up that you want to um, remember or uh, something, um, some new training that's coming up or some great somewhere great where we, you can find some great information that you can share with your team. So be sure to write that down. <clears throat> be ready to write that down when we talk about it. And uh, please press one on your phone if you want to chat with us. As you know, when I say repeatedly, it's you know big part of what our show is all about is <clears throat> hearing from all of you. So please press one on your phone and let us know you want to chat with us. Questions, comments, testimonials. Um, we'd really love to hear from you. Um, okay, with all of that said, oh, really quick though, before I, before we move on, I just need to remind everyone that for this show, we really do need to um, <clears throat> stay away from anything kind of medical. We need to really stay to a bit more behavioral kind of things and horse unit on horses only. So, um, all right. Well, good morning, Cindy. Beautiful there too. Good morning, Rachel. Uh, yeah, it's gorgeous, and I'm feeling glad, and I've got the same idea of playing hooky later. So, um, <laughs> you, you know, you got to appreciate it. it. It changes fast enough that you better grab it when it's a good day. So uh, I'm looking Agreed. forward to the same thing. And, um, and say hello to everybody else out there, and I hope we have some people call in. Um, I just let me start off by saying because we had – um, you know, just Tuesday night, so night before last, we did have the latest installment on our equine educational experience, affectionately called the BEEE, uh, that you heard about last week <laughs> with Dr. Marlies and Ian. Um, and I think it went off very well. We had um, we had good attendance, and we did put it open at the Europe. Uh, 
European contingent had put it open to some of the people from across the pond. And so I recognized some very um, hard to pronounce names, you know, in the participants. <laughs> so um, if anybody was on that, and I know that some of our regular callers, I, I saw your names there, um, and you want to sh share something, you know, please, I'd be interested in what your takeaways are. And I think one of the things, um, if you haven't, if you weren't aware, really Dr. Uh, Dr. Gann is really internationally well-known. Um, he has uh, quite a reputation and is very has been instrumental. He's, he's active with the FEI. Um, he's, and he's been, we've been very fortunate to have a long-term relationship with him with Beamer since he's been involved in, um, you know, some of the changes that were made between V2 and V3. Um, he's been a great spokesperson for us. He was, he did come um, along with another colleague of his um, last year when we did the veterinary convention in San Antonio. And that that speech there is also, that is in your um, back office in the library. And some of, uh, I know the people were, <clears throat> were liking some of the, uh, you know, the video that you could see even like, you know, they had a microscope picture of sperm, things like that. Um, and I want to remind people that in your, it's both in the share and it's in the BBO, there is a video that's been there about this, um, you know, stallions improve performance. And <clears throat> that has uh, some of that video in there. Um, so take advantage of, the recording is not in the back office yet. I think it'll be there this week. But take advantage of the fact that, that um, we replayed some of that video that's already out there to you. And for those that are less, a little less familiar with what you're talking about uh, with stallion performance is um, almost all of uh, really high caliber, if you will, um, stallions are collected artificially, you know, with, um, well, not, no, it's not an artificial collection. It's, it, you talk about it's artificial insemination because it's collected with a phantom mare and not a live mare. Um, and so it's really important because that semen gets shipped all over the world in some cases. And so the strength and, and mobility and, uh, and quality of that sperm is extremely important to people who are breeders. And to the extent that um, Beamer can contribute to that, that, uh, that is uh, money in the bank, so to speak. So anyway, um, I just wanted to recommend, watch for the, I'm sure we'll post the recording on the IBD course Facebook page when it's available, and I do expect that soon. But I encourage you to look at it. And, uh, and if anybody was on and they want to comment about what they learned or what they liked or something, that would be great too. Do we have, we have yeah, any I was, takers, Rainy? I was going to say, Nobody wants to chat yet, but I can't wait to listen to it because, uh, you know, those are those are days when I'm at the clinic and I can never listen to them live or rarely. So I, I look forward to when those come out. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's just an incredible tool we've got. I mean, obviously this, this new thing, um, this new BE coming out is going to be great and I can't wait to listen to it. But like you said, Cindy, we already have a lot of the 
things that we talked that they talked about, and we have small bits of those. So it's a good idea to just go back and look at all your all the things that we have. Sometimes I forget all the things that we have um, when I'm looking for yeah. something else, and I come across it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot we had that. I should be sharing that more. So always a good idea to just try to go back and refresh yourself through all of the tools and the things that we have that we can share because they are incredible. Because yeah, that breeding. You know, breeding stallions, and you're talking about these million-dollar animals and the, um, you know, the million-dollar semen that's getting shipped across the, the world. You're you're right about that. It's an incredible business, and it's very, and the the you know obviously live breeding is going to be the easiest, um, or not the easiest. Semen has to be the least healthy to to um to make progress but the more changes that goes through the the more the stronger and the healthier it has to be to survive all of that so that you know through the collection and the storage and the freezing process and the thawing process and the implantation process um all of those things are hard on 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 the delicate you know semen and so if you have really robust strong healthy um semen to start with it's going to survive that process um, and so that's what's super important for all of this. So, we, you know, we see that all the time. It doesn't matter what kind of animal you're talking about. Um, but, yeah, this is, it's a huge process and a huge um, tool to be able to use to help that process. Um, it's been incredible. And to have somebody like Dr. Gann talk about it um, is great. So if you have anybody in any breeding programs, you need to send them all of the stuff we have on this because it's an incredible tool. <clears throat> Yeah, the and it um, uh, it was it's referenced in one of the flyers we have, which highlights you know the back pain, the suppleness, and the yeah. and uh, the breeding observation. And and what was you know this was you know a good number of stallions over almost a year. So they had you know they took in a lot of information, and um, you know we had some questions during the. Um, during the event about people said, well, what about mares? What about mares? Well, okay, that's that's a different story. We don't don't have anything (laughs) written about that. But we certainly have had people call in um, and say, Mm -hmm. um, gee, I think it was Andrew from up in in Minnesota who talked about, um, you know, um, mares that had maybe a difficult cycle or they were hard to be able to get into their cycle or they had PMS or they had all kinds of you know, um, some difficult issues in that respect where um, Beamer's effect on the parasympathetic response was very helpful. Um, And so um, we know that it works, you know, boys and girls alike, it doesn't matter. It's just a little different circumstances, obviously. So we don't have anything that is a uh, an official study, but if anybody, again, is listening to this or knows of... uh, you know, circumstances that you come into where somebody in a breeding facility, um, you know, how they've used it on mares and stallions alike. Um, I know that, uh, you know, we do have had callers that have talked about that. So, um, you know, somewhere along the line, I'm sure that we'll have more official data, but it, it takes time to come up with this information and uh, encourage our callers to share what they may know. Um, I was going to ask you, Rainey, if just, you know, most big facilities have their own specialists who, you know, are are in charge of the whole um, AI process. Repro- you kind yeah, of reproduce some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. do you get involved in that at all with your clinics, with any clients? 
Um, you know, we don't at our clinic. My dad is actually a repro specialist, um, and so over the years he's done a lot of um, AI embryo transfer, mostly bovine. We, he has done some equine, but he was really big. Um, we did embryo transfer, um, obviously AI, and um, even some IVS with bovine here in the area because we have a lot of dairies and things. And so he he does a lot of that. Um, actually, my mare's foal was the very first, E.T. equine baby born, this was 40 years ago, but (laughs) first um, um, equine baby born in Montana that my dad did. Oh, cool. So, um, because I was showing her, this wasn't quite 40 years ago, um, but I was showing her, and so he didn't want her to um, carry, so he bred her, and then, you know, we AI'd, or then we had a surrogate have the the baby, so um, that was the first... um, one born in Montana. So that was my mare and, and full uh, for, for Montana. So, but really there is, he has not done a lot of ET um, for equine. Um, there definitely are specialists in the area that do, um, <clears throat> but we don't do that anymore at our clinic. So we really have to have a lot of yeah, specialized so that, facilities and equipment and things, but we do AI, you know, almost any, almost any vet will do AI, but we don't do, um, you know, we don't have the collection facilities or the, um, you know, the breeding facilities or anything like that. So, Well, you mentioned something else that some of our listeners might not be as familiar with, and that's that, uh, that as you mentioned with your mayor, that sometimes uh, that, you know, that mm-hmm. they're, they're going to use uh, frozen transported semen and they're going to use, uh, you know, eggs collected from um, a mayor yeah. that's then uh, everything's transplanted to a surrogate. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's it's, different. It's AI big business for a lot of people. Right. So there's diff, there's all different versions. So AI is artificial insemination. So that is just collection of semen from the male and then implanted semen into the female, um, into the mare. And and then the next is embryo transfer, and that's where you actually breed a mare. And for cows, what we do is they call it superovulation. So when we flush the embryos out of a cow, we can have anywhere from one to, you know, thirty embryos fertilized embryos that we're flushing out of that that donor cow and then we can either freeze those or implant them into recipients and so two things go you can have a a a cow or a horse or whatever that is continuing to being shown or travel or whatever um, and not having to carry and the second thing is for example for that for one cow I mean you can flush them often multiple times a year so instead of having one baby a year of this from this you know, incredible donor that's, you know, probably high-ranked or, you know, worth a lot of money, you can have hundreds in a year. And so that's the other side of that, too. Yeah. And, it, again, it's just something that people might not have ever thought about or heard about. Yeah. So I'm glad we can kind mm-hmm. of mention it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And it's pretty interesting, but it's definitely, you know, there's specialties um, or people that For specialize sure. in doing that. So um, anything that Beamer can do to help um, protect, on, at least on the stallion side, to um, make sure that what's delivered and unfrozen is of the highest quality and survivability, again, that's, mm-hmm. that's the uh, money in the bank. So um, absolutely important. Not, not a lot of people, maybe of your clients or prospects, maybe in the breeding business, but when you come across somebody, it's something to keep in mind, please, because yeah. uh, 
you know, the particularly horses that are that are, um, you know, they've won a lot of points or won a lot of dollars, and and the stud fees are are significant. You're talking, you know, fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, five thousand, ten thousand dollars stud fees or more. Um, that's a big investment. So, um, yeah. I was hoping we'd get somebody that would have yeah. some personal experience to call in, but, you know, maybe they will yeah, we do. We, still listen to the recording. <laughs> we do have a couple people that want to chat with us. I'm not sure if it's about what we're talking about, but we'll see. Uh, first is, oh, we lost the first person that wanted to chat. Um, but we've got um, area code 831. Area code 831, you're live on Blog Talk. I believe this is Savella. Yes, it's yeah. Savella. Good morning. She was there. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I don't have Hello. any personal experience, but I do remember that you had the guest. I think she was on for the whole program even, but for sure she spoke quite a while, and she is involved with breeding and with stallions. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she totally, I mean, I totally remember that. I forwarded even that blog talk to several people. I just couldn't find it right now got to be more than a year that's my feeling yeah and she said she said that the semen that they got previously before bima usage um was good enough to be sold within the united states but over i don't know which time of bima usage it had increased in quality to the extent that they could start selling it internationally so if yeah. you remember who that was, then see if I can look up that blog talk or when you invited that person. I don't know. My memory doesn't go that far back. But <laughs> it's I'd have to look so back too. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely remember oh, that. Awesome. And we also have had a, and we've also had a guest on that talked about, um, you know, on the on the mare side breeding. So obviously we don't have any studies for yeah. that, but we've had guests that have talked about using it in their yeah. own breeding programs on the on the mare side. And, you know, she had incredible things today to say from everything, like Cindy was saying, from the, you know, the mare getting ready and conception rates all the way through pregnancy and delivery. Um, and so that was also an incredible show. I should have had those ready, you think, knowing what we were going to talk about today. I should have had those shows queued up so I could talk about them. But we've had multiple people talk about their personal use, um, you know, even though we don't have official studies on that. So definitely, I hope yeah. someday we do have a, a, a study on the mare side. Yeah, but I was wondering, since you remember better than I do with names and all that, maybe you could invite (laughs) them now that we had the study and people are more fresh on this with the last Zoom meeting this week. And then when these people get invited, maybe all of them together, uh, that you have a little panel on blog talk that they could just refresh, like from where they were then and how it is now. Yeah, that's, that's a great thought. idea. And that's a, so yeah, we can that's work a good that. idea. We can reach out. Yeah, I think one of them was Shorty for sure. Um, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, Shorty was one of them. I remember that. Now that you say the name, yes. And um, uh, anyway, that's a good idea to uh, to see who we could uh, reach out to. We'll we'll look into that, Sabella. Thank you for that suggestion. Welcome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you as always. Bye. <laughs>
All right. And we have one more caller here. We've got area code 530. Area code 530, you're live on Blog Talk. Hi, good morning. This is Kate. Um, I was Hi, on Kate. the call. To- Hi. I was on the call Tuesday, and it was great, but I couldn't hear everything. Um, there were some distractions. But question is, using the Beamer for the breeding uh, with stallions, uh, did they feel that the, the that using Beamer just relaxed the stallion and that was the key factor? And uh, did they feel that the use of Beamer during the collection phase actually enhanced the quality of the sperm? I'm not quite sure. Yeah, yeah it, they, they absolutely said that. And you can look in... Um, in, again, I refer you to the video that we have already, you know, on file. Um, so it definitely talks about increasing the quality of the of the semen. Um, it's not so much, again, it, you don't want to think of necessarily relaxing the stallion. It's, it's engaging that parasympathetic response so that they're not all, uh, you know, depending on how well they've been handled and their personalities and things, um, um, male animals can get pretty excited and when they're 12, 13, 1400 pounds and they're excited, that can be a a real safety issue as well for handlers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, it's interesting because he talks about uh, certain size, uh, you know, stallions that were um, less, who were more relaxed were um, able to respond better, and I think that was the ones with, uh, you know, several times of, uh, of a program, and stallions who were more, um, uh, let's just say, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, you know, more high strung, that they responded yeah. better to, uh, to, yeah, to program three, and um, so they tried. So again listen to what he says on the replay, but definitely, um, again, it always depends on the horse. Um, but they found improvement despite what the temperament was of the animal. So, so um, but I mean, it actually changed the sperm component, not just the ability to more safely collect the sperm, but it actually, they feel affected the sperm? Uh, yeah. That's the implication. Now, he didn't say that specifically, but the implication is saying it's enhancing the breeding results. And again, look at the video where you see, you know, there's one shot, a microscopic shot, where they say, um, you know, if the horse is calmer and more well-behaved, the whole collection process goes better. It's the same thing that you would think of if you are trying to collect on a horse who's uh, agitated and stressed out, that's going to affect the quality of the sperm too. Okay. So, it's all, you know, it's all connected. And will this be up, this BEE event be available for replay? Yeah, yeah, they always oh, are. They always are. They're yep. on your share. Yeah, they're on your okay. share app and they'll be in the back office and we usually will put it on the on the. Um, um, Facebook page too, a link for it. So I expect that will be soon. Oh, great! Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah, thanks, yeah, Kate. Thanks, and in the meantime, Kate, um, Kate be, be sure to take a look at those videos and things that we already have, too, because I think that will help answer your question. But, I mean, you know, obviously we talk about what Beamer does, you know, mentally, take, you know, that parasympathetic and all about that stuff to bring them out of that, you know, flight mode. And, and we're talking about a, a breeding stallion that's pretty high. <laughs> they get pretty worked up. Um, so, I mean, obviously that's going to be helpful and everything. But we, but in general, what we talk about Beamer doing is helping at such a base level um, that it helps the body function across the board the way it was designed to do. So um, you're not just helping that behavioral thing, you're helping the body function at its base level better. And so when you're talking about semen, you're talking about, you know, healthy production, you know, talking about amount, health of each of those sperm, um, and the mobility of them, because they look at all different things when they analyze that that semen. Um, And, you know, among them are all of those things. And so the healthier semen has more mobility, you know, more, more swimmers, um, and, and they look healthy, more, less, um, dead semen and less, um, um, abnormal looking ones. And so those are things that they use to rate them. And, and those are the things that it sounds like I haven't listened to this, this most recent one, but that sounds like the things that they have measured of this is better using, <clears throat> excuse me, this is better when using Beamer. So absolutely. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. And their longevity too, their endurance, put it mm-hmm. that way. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. Well, I don't think there's anyone that has anything else to chat with us. The only thing I had to talk about was I just wanted to, I mean, we've talked a little bit about share today in multiple things, but I wanted to make sure everyone really knows what we're talking about. It's that the share app. And if you don't have it, I just, I rec- I really rec- highly recommend it for everybody. It's got so many applications and I don't even use all the the things that I can. Um, when I was at convention, I went to Johnny's um, talk and he was telling me all kinds of things that I wasn't, how I wasn't using share to the best of my ability. And I really need to get better about doing that. But even if you just want to use it in the limited way that I do it, it's an incredible tool. Um, but I did want to remind everyone just because I didn't know this in the beginning and I wasn't finding a lot of things is every time you open a share app, just take the screen and, and pull down on it. And that will, even though you've closed and open the app, it won't refresh it unless you actually physically draw the screen down um, and will refresh the app and, and load all the new things in it. So they're constantly adding and changing and, you know, putting new things in there. So if you're not actually going into the screen and just putting your finger at the top and like pulling it down, that refreshes the app and all the new content will load for you. So make sure you're doing that if you're not, especially if you're not finding something that you want to see on there. So. Oh, we do have somebody else that just popped on that wants to chat with us. Uh, we've got area code eight zero five. Area code eight zero five. You're live on Blog Talk. Oh, maybe my computer. Will, hey, good morning, ladies. Thank you for being there for us again. This is Grandma got run over by a pickup. Hi, <laughs> Jan Hop. Hi, hi, gals. Um, I have a question, but first of all, Cindy, I thought maybe. Um, a word that you could use for the uh, stallion, you were uh, trying to think of a good word. <laughs> what about frisk, frisky? When they're frisky, you know, it, the beamer calms them down. So well, I just... Uh, that, yeah, okay. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it, it, it's a higher degree of agitation, let's put it that way, and enthusiasm, yeah. believe but, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, um, we're we're trying to um, 
be diplomatic with some of our terms. So thank you for that suggestion, Janet. (laughs) I know. I know. So my question is, I'm going um, to my new neighbor across the road and take the NIC applicator there with uh, Tina Leverhunt. And uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, Now, uh, should I have her, um, I checked with her and texted, uh, is your Beamer uh, blanket charged? Because do we want the Beamer blanket on uh, also or first? Yes. Yes, and yeah. and part of the neck applicator is you're attaching it to the to the blanket for oh, stability. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So, I'm sure Tina knows, yeah, but I, I I just wanted to know ahead of time. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Melinda. and you know if this is, I was just gonna say if this is a, if these are horses that have been a get beamer regularly, um, then I don't think just adding the neck applicator is gonna is gonna be a bad thing. To to do it. Otherwise, if these are horses that you're just now introducing Beamer to, I would use the the blanket and then leave it on, but don't turn it on, and then put on the neck applicator. So you're using the the blanket as a attachment, but you're not using them at the same time. Does that make sense? Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, but she the- she had to dig her um, her Beamer out because uh, her horse Beamer out because she they they moved in and uh, then immediately had class uh, had uh, um, uh, workshops clinics. and and classes mm-hmm. clinics. Thank you. And then mm-hmm. went abroad again, and uh, Robin's back, but uh, Warwick, uh, he's back and forth. So she doesn't even know. Yeah. She had to find out where the Beamer is, so they have not been using it. So what you're okay. saying is, okay, so what's your suggestion don't do everything on that? Yet. I was just going to say, yeah, don't do everything all at once at, the, for, at that point. So do them one at a time. You know, do, do the body you know, the full body applicator, do the, you know, blanket and then secondary run the, um, turn on the, the neck app, add the neck applicator and, and, um, turn it on. I wouldn't do them both. I wouldn't put the neck applicator, the blanket and the cuffs all on a horse that hasn't had Beamer ever or in a long time and turn them all on at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not even going to worry about the cuffs, am I? I, the blanket yeah. it's up to and you. for five minutes. Yeah. Well, it depends on 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 um, the handler. Right. Um, yep. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I yeah. think. And, and from one, what I've heard, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I was just going to say that I'm glad that you, you know you had brought the neck applicator up because there's one thing that I wanted that, that kind of ties in here is to say. Um, We've seen some instances where people have been buying just the neck applicator and they don't have the horse set. And we really want to discourage that because it is not a standalone unit. It's just like for a human unit and somebody wanted to buy just the spot, you know. Um, mm, you know, that's not yeah. the point. It's, it's yeah. designed as a set. And that's why you want to use, you, you know, you want to always kind of keep it in um not only just to be able to, you know, attach the neck applicator to the blanket, but the, to promote the concept that they work at, in tandem as, um, you know, as a team, if you will. Uh, right, systemic right. And, and targeted application. And so that's why I would never recommend just 
somebody putting the neck applicator on by itself. Just just okay. for that establishing that as saying this is not a, not designed as a standalone piece. Right, and right. So and I thought that they yeah. I thought that the company Beamer wasn't allowing that just to get the neck applicator. They would have to have the horse unit um um in order to get no, the neck applicator. Well, there's no way to really control that. And the idea yeah. is, again, there's a lot of people who have already a horse set, so you want to be mm-hmm. able to sell it to them individually, you know, to add on to their horse set. But for people who have nothing to just come up and, um, you know, and then just buy just the neck applicator <clears throat> part, that's really, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, I, I guess the distributor to try and influence the people to say, you know, you can do that, but we just really don't recommend it. It's like you're buying half of half of a unit. Um, right, yeah, not so even I half. So, yeah, I think, it's, I think that's the temptation because it is kind of big and it can, you know, it drapes over the whole neck that you think, especially maybe if you have a small horse or a pony, that I can just buy this part and it's, um, you know, and I'll be done. But the reality is it isn't. It isn't a replacement for the blanket. It is set up and programmed as a local applicator. So it is, you know, the intensities are different in those programs. It is not intended to be the, you know, the systemic full body application. It is intended to be a higher intensity local applicator. So um, they do mm-hmm. obviously very different things. So it's important to, to know that and to, to make that clear when you're talking to people. Yeah. Good point, Cindy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, oh, thank you for being there for us. Um, another thing, too, is that um, I did, um, uh, Tina invited me to a trail ride. They were having a, uh, a Central Coast trail ride. Uh, they were having a fundraiser. So I did, um, I did again, just like I did with the other Red Wing uh, uh, horse sanctuary, um, offered one week horse one week human beamer um and that oh, great. So worth of you know four hundred dollars and this little gal uh she she's actually a senior at cal poly <clears throat> she wanted it so badly she knew about the beamer she lives up north but her horse down here does not have a beamer so she bid on it and she put down two hundred dollars so they're making money on that so what a winner all the way around. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah. So, yeah I left traded. early. Yeah, I left early, but gosh, what a win for everybody, for the horse, the rider, the 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 uh, fundraiser, the beamer person. I mean, it's, it's just yeah. like, you know, once you start, it, it keeps on going. You can't. It's like a running river. <laughs> it sure does. Scary. Scary, <laughs> ain't yeah. it? <laughs> That's a great suggestion for other people to think about, you know, for other organizations that they might be aware of or know people in that do fundraisers. Again, yes. um, you can definitely you you can be, you know, make a generous donation and um again, it's a way you put it out there, it's going to come back to you um in multiples. So I I think that's a exactly uh, really yes. good idea to emphasize. It makes yeah, me feel you. good. You know, yeah. it makes me feel good. I'm so selfish because I like to feel good. <laughs> At 50 plus 35 and a half, ladies, you young kids out there helping us. <laughs> yeah. 
I love yeah, you well, guys. Yeah, you set a great example. You're hard to keep up with. Yeah. Man. So, uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, well, I think you did pretty good at the conference, Cindy. You were hanging out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you were on the go. You were on the go. But I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to tell any secrets. What happened at conference stays at conference, right? <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, ladies, let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. and I didn't yeah. even get to, yeah, I didn't even get to meet you, but um uh, yeah, I it know. was uh, I thought it was about pretty, that. I know, I know. I'm telling you, it, it was just too much fun and too quick and I think we need a week to to be together <laughs> anyway. Uh, God bless and make it a great Thursday. Thanks, you yeah. as well. Thanks so much. Okay. Yeah. Okay, bye now. Bye. Oh. How fun. Okay, so we do have somebody else that wants to chat with us, too, and we've got a few more minutes, so we should have time. Um, we've got area code 509. Area code 509, you're live on Blog Talk. Well, good morning, uh, Rainy and Cindy. I, um, this is Nancy. Good Lamarge. morning. Oh, hi, Nancy. Hi. And I have a, hi, I have a question about um, putting on the blanket, and I've heard suggestions of turning it on before you put it on the horse. Um, so I'm curious to know what's different about that versus like turning it on, letting the horse smell it, feel it a little bit, and then turning it off and then putting it on and turning it on. Do you know what I'm asking? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and I think it really depends on whether this is the first Time, you're truly introducing something a horse has never seen before. It depends on the temperament of the horse. Um, it depends on the age of the horse. You know, if you have, uh, you know, a little yearling or a two-year-old or something and they haven't had much experience like this, I, I always go, the most slow way to go is to literally have it over your arm or over the stall or fence or something and turn it on and let them look at it. That's, that's you know, what we've done with rescue and with feral horses. It depends on the circumstances. If, okay, if, so if this is a horse that I'm not familiar with, um, I'm going to show it to them first. And, um, you know, they can see it and smell it and they go, no big deal. Or a horse might be snorting or, you know, move away a little bit and let them come to it. So, again, there's no pat rule. It's just to say be aware of the fact that you're going to have asked the owner or the handler, you know, has this ever, has this horse experienced anything like this before? And realistically, if if you're talking about a younger horse, that's one that's probably the handler's going to do it anyway as opposed to you um, or the owner. Um yeah. But you just anyway, Rainy, what else would you say about that? Yeah, I mean that's pretty much exactly what I was gonna say. I mean if this is a horse that's, you know, been around, seen everything, done everything, you know, wears blankets regularly and, and this is none of this is gonna be a real new experience, I'll always show it to them. You know, a lot of times I'm or I'm having the, the owners and, you know, the handlers doing doing any of this, but that's that's just pretty good general practice to have them look at, smell at anything smell anything you're going to put put on them but I don't usually necessarily worry about turning it on first and letting them kind of get to know it before I put it on but yeah the 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 
the younger horses, the rescue horses, the ones that are like, I'm not sure we can even get near this horse today to try this, those horses, yes, I'm doing as many extra beginning steps as I can to slow the process down and let them come to it on their own. Um, so it, it kind of is, yeah, very dependent on the horse's personality mostly. Okay, so I'll did tell you what your question? I did. I, I, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go I, ahead. Sort of. So I, I, <laughs> I let the horse uh, smell it. I let the horse, you know, I turned it on for a little bit and let the horse continue to smell it. Then I mm-hmm. turned it off. Then I put it on because the owner told me I could go ahead and do that. He was holding the horse. This is a 15-year-old Arabian gelding. And the first minute, he seemed kind of irritated. And the owner just said, it's going to be okay. And then, but it took like a minute or two for him to calm down. And then, so as suggested in other places, I did do program one the second time. And then the horse really got relaxed. So that was cool to see. But I just thought maybe I had done something wrong. No, my guess is that was just the horse had never had any kind of PEMF or any kind of blanket on him that had any kind of feeling toward to it. So he was just trying to figure out what was going on is what it sounds like. Okay. All right. Cindy, how about you? So the result? Yeah. If if the horse was, you know, if he had been – you know, continued to be, you know, show signs of annoyance or agitation or something, you would have seen it right away. So um, it just some people and some animals, it takes a little longer to adjust to something. And they have, remember, as a prey animal, their whole their whole existence is depending on, will this hurt me? Do I need to run away from it when it's new? So right. um, they got to figure that out. Okay. So I... I wasn't sure what the purpose of, I heard someone once say, turn it on before you put it on. You know, just like don't turn it off. And I just didn't know what the purpose of that was in terms of, It's just, again, a more gentle because they can can feel it before it is actually on top of them. It's just a slower introduction, but not always necessary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, it would... If if you turn it on beforehand, you know they can sense that before it's even touching them. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how much yeah. of a difference well, you'll was... actually get by turning it on and letting them smell it, and then turning it off, and then putting it on them and turning it on. I it, it, that might be versus just turning it on, letting them you know feel it, and then putting them on. I don't know that there's going to be a huge difference between those two, like as far as turning it off in between, Um, but it might be even Mm -hmm. a next more gentle step to keep it on the whole time so that it doesn't change for them, so they can, you know, feel it the entire time and realize that it didn't change, but um, Mm -hmm. I don't know that you're going to see a whole lot of difference between those two things. Okay. Very good. Thank you, you guys. I appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, it it all depends. You're welcome. Thanks, (laughs) Nancy. Yeah, it was good seeing you. I'm going to get a t-shirt. Yeah, it was good to see you. (laughs) Yeah, you're getting a t-shirt? It all depends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So um, we're running out of time. I just have one quick thing to add to people because it'll be before uh, we're here next week. 
and that is um, that our, you know, equine's uh, sales manager um, or director, Megan Smith, does these um, uh, roundtables for, they're called the Beamer Equine Sales Talk roundtables, where you can kind of ask whatever you want. Uh, that will be next week on a Wednesday. They're usually on a Wednesday in the evening, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, the You can look on the distributor library, the calendar in there, and you'll find it in there for um, a link to be able to participate. But that'll be, again, Wednesday, October 11th in the evening. So encourage, you know, there's sometimes she has a topic. Sometimes she's just responding to people's uh, questions or, you know, concerns. It's for, it is not for guests, us, or only for distributors, um, you know, internally, if you will. So it's an opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, get some feedback that you might not otherwise feel you have access to, and it's direct. So it's a Zoom format. So I encourage you to check that out if you want to have some questions that you think you could get um, response and guidance from Megan or even just from the other people that will also, you know, join on that call. So check it out. They are recorded and previous events, you can find them again under the equine section in the library. So that's, that's it. <laughs> All right, Cindy. Um, so perfect. Um, thanks everyone for, for listening and thank you for all the callers. We love hearing from all of you guys. As, as you can tell, it, it brings up a lot of things for us to chat about. We can delve deeper into some topics that you guys might want us to delve into. So please press one on your phone because we really love to hear from you. And also for those of you that don't get to listen live, those of you that, um, just listen to the recordings, um, please use the Facebook page, the Beamer IBD Horset Facebook page to um, ask her questions there or give us topics you want us to talk about and, and really break down and delve into deeper because um, we want to talk about the stuff that you want to hear. So use those, th- use those tools to get in touch with us and let us know what you want us to talk about. So, um, all right. Uh, thanks, everyone, so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope where you are, your weekend is as beautiful as it is here in the Northwest for Cindy and I. Um, but we're going to meet you here next Thursday to talk more about horses. I hope you have such a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye, Cindy. Bye, Rainy. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.